Uh, welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy River. Fire and Earth giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Groover. And as you saw with a couple of our episodes, we were doing just short questions that were sparked by a calendar I had with a question of the day and some cards that Jason had from our friend, uh, Corey. And so I have a very important question out of the book today, Jason. This is probably the most, you know, like earth shattering conversation we're going to have. The question was, are you wearing socks? Am I wearing socks? That was the question in the book for that day that I happened. <laughs> and I thought, why did, did the guy in July like fall asleep on the job? Like, why was that the question? And then we thought, what the hell? That could be a very fascinating conversation. So that's the question. Are you wearing socks? Well, I think, I, I think it's funny. The answer for me is no. So Kathy, are you wearing socks? I'm wearing slippers currently. So ah. no. But I wear a lot of socks as a trapeze artist. I have tons of crazy socks and I like to wear like loafers and I always wear fun socks with those like might have skunks or guinea pigs or some funky pattern or like wine bottles or so. I love socks. Socks to me is the expression of self and style and all sorts of stuff like that. Which again is one of those things that we didn't know until we asked this question that we knew we had in common. So because I actually have a couple of stories about socks too <laughs> that we can get in and talk about, right? But yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I have a whole sock drawer of crazy socks, colorful socks, because, you know, when, when I would dress up, especially when I was on the road so much training and doing, you know, or even when I was working in the corporate environment, I wanted my socks to be a little different. I wanted them to represent, uh, you know, the fun the fun side of me. So it was almost like a little you know, here I am wearing a suit or wearing a button down mm -hmm. shirt and I look all professional on the top. And then I go to cross my legs in the meeting and somebody, you know, catches this flash of color and they're like, holy crap, did you see Jason's socks? Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times in meetings I had people, people say that, but yep. it's, it, it's funny because, you know, socks, especially for me, I had this, um, uh, this feud with my father when I was growing up about socks. So if you remember back in the, you know, in the eighties, top siders, you know, you roll up your pants a little bit, you yep. don't wear socks. That was like the in fashion, yep. right? And so of course I saved up and I got myself my, my Sperry top sider shoes so I, I could be cool. Is that, and, you know, yep, like I, wear funky, I, wear funky, I wear funky socks with mine. Oh, so you wore socks with yours. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, for the guys, we had to like peg our pants, you know, oh, kind of like God. fold them and roll them up a couple yes. of times and then wear, the, wear them without socks, right? And so I remember my dad, I mean, it, it was funny because, I mean, we th there was rarely anything that, that there was like this clash over. But I, I just remember, you know, for some reason, he had it in his mind that gentlemen wear socks and you're just supposed to wear socks, right? That's just what you do. You just wear socks. And so he would, he would check before I left the house to make sure that I had socks on. He actually did a sock. It was like the great sock <laughs> like, war of 84. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's about when it was, I think too, right? Uh -huh. But it was, uh, yeah. So he would check 
check to make sure I was wearing socks. So then I would leave the house. I'd walk down, you know, the quarter mile to the bus <laughs> station. And what did I do? I took my I socks took off socks and I put off. them on my backpack. Right? Rebel. <laughs> my rebel. But, but what was funny, like you said, was, you know, then there was kind of this feud. And at that point, I, you know, I, I've always liked Einstein, right? I mean, I, oh, yeah. I got my little bobblehead here too, right? Yeah. But um, one of the things about Einstein was he never wore socks from what I, from some of the things that I, that I gathered too, that he just, he never wore them. And so again, as a teenager, I'm thinking, first off, dad, why, why is it such a big deal? Why do we have to have this social construct that I have to wear socks, right? And, and so anyway, fast forward that, then I go and I've got, you know, drawers full of crazy socks. So I choose to go back to wearing socks. And now I'm back to where I don't wear socks because I'm just, I'm barefoot in the house. Most of the time I prefer to be, to be barefoot. So, um, so around the time that you were having the great sock war of 84 with your father, I also had uh, the Sperry, the, we call them boat shoes. Yeah. And then I also had something that looked like that, but it was a, a loafer. It didn't have the laces across the top. And I loved these shoes so much. They were leather the same way as topsiders were, but they were just different. They, they were just different loafers. And I would, I would go a little crazy. So I was a total preppy, right? So I would have my bright colored eyes odd, typically orange, because that's my, obviously that's my thing. <laughs> and I would pop the collar. Oh, yeah. And, and I would get one of the shirts that just had the couple buttons up the front and I'd put that over the shirt with the collar pop. So I would wear a bright yellow shirt over the bright orange shirt so you could see the orange underneath. And then I would get a pair of orange socks and I would get a pair of yellow socks and I would crisscross them so that I'd have yellow, orange, orange, yellow. So that the, God, no one, no one, I recognize now why no one talked to me in school. <laughs> it's just all clear to me all of a sudden why people looked at me like I was a crazy person. Yeah, so I would have, it would look, so if I put my feet together, it looked like a checkerboard. The socks were opposite of each other, but they would match the two shirts I was wearing. Or I would go barefoot and I put, remember those braided like sailor bracelets, those white rope bracelets mm -hmm, that were like mm -hmm. really thick. I mm -hmm. had one of those on my ankle. So if I wasn't wearing socks, it was fun because you could see the loafers and then the white the thing was disgusting uh the white woven bracelet on my ankle so did you cover that up with the socks so people didn't have to see the disgusting thing well yeah if, unless i wasn't wearing <laughs> socks and then it looked cool to have the low for the pegged jeans because i pegged my jeans also and then that that bracelet but yeah no i i love i've always loved crazy socks well and it's funny because i think you know back in the 80s and, and for a long time too i kind of believed you know there were I mean, I've got all different kinds of books, you know, about how a gentleman dresses and stuff mm -hmm. like that, you know, and, and it was always, you know, for a long time, I always kind of had the idea that, look, you know, your, your socks matched your shirt and your belt matched your shoes, right? So if I'm wearing black shoes, I wear a black belt. Yep. And if I'm, if I'm wearing a red shirt, then I have red socks on. Right. Uh -huh. And again, so these are, these are kind of these little rules or things that come up, these social constructs, That's so funny. right. That we have in life and that we think, uh, you know, needs to be that way. And even something as silly as socks, which I think is funny, especially the last couple of years. Right. Oh, right. Cause no one's, no one's going anywhere. No one's going anywhere. And it feels like, you know, a lot of the different social constructs or things the things that we have been led to believe people are questioning more and more, right? Like uh -huh. why isn't it okay for me to show up in a t-shirt to a work meeting on zoom? Right. 
and again now it's i mean i don't know the last time i saw anybody wearing a tie uh, in any virtual meeting that i've had yeah even a button-down shirt i don't even see button down you know like the traditional men's button-down suit kind of or shirt yeah um anymore because i think it's you know and it, it's it's probably a lesson for all of us too it's like what are some of those social constructs that you're doing just because your parents told you you have to do it or you have to wear socks you think it's, it's the hilarious. cool thing to do right yeah. in well and to that point i mean we've talked so much about ego states right when i'm speaking i'm used to being on stage i'm in a nice dress i'm in heels mm -hmm. hair and makeup's done and that outfit gets me in the speaker ego state it gets me yep. in that zone to speak so when everything shut down and somebody said, hey, we're not doing the conference in person, can you do it on Zoom? I went, well, sure. And then I found myself sitting with a nice shirt on, but sweatpants and slippers sitting. And I'm very animated when I talk, I pace around the stage and I gesture, you know. And so to find myself confined to this and trying to be my speaker ego state for like 600 people on Zoom, it really threw me it was really hard for me to shift into that professional state. Um, and I had done webinars and I've done, this was different. This was one of my in-person talks on Zoom. And it really threw me to not be in my speaker headspace. So what I found I had to do is I would put on heels and I would walk around the house and I would kind of like do part of the talk to get me into that space before I sat down to do the talk. And then from that point, I was able to just get into it that, a different way, but not having that same environment, not having the outfit of speaker actually threw me off. It was really weird. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, it makes total sense, right? Because I mean, we've talked before about anchoring and mm -hmm. using things like, you know, the heels or, you know, every morning when I get out of bed, I put my watch on and that's kind of like, okay, now it's time to, you know, start doing work yep. um, because we can use those anchors as ways to get us into the ego state where we need to be to accomplish whatever it is that we happen to be doing. Right. Yep. And so, so those things are good in one way. So yeah, if putting socks on in the morning makes you feel like you need to feel to do whatever you need to do, then put socks on, right? But but it's, you know, on the flip side, how much how many of the things are you doing because you feel like you got to do it and you don't really want to do it? And maybe yeah. it's time for you to start, you know, you know, figuratively taking the socks off if you've been doing something just because everybody else expects you to do it, but you don't like doing it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and the, you know, we go to the magic castle all the time and you have to be dressed up. You have to wear a coat and tie for men. And I know Eric loves D and D plays every Sunday. So for Christmas, I got him D and D 20 dice, D 20 socks yeah. and a D 20 tie so that he can <laughs> dress up, but also still express himself. So even if you have to dress a certain way, can't you find a way to express yourself? Get funky socks. I see guys all the time in really slick suits and these crazy ass socks, which I love. I think I love that expression. So even if you're having to conform to something, can you find a way to still make it your own? Well, and I think it's funny. One of the things, you know, is I'm trying to help people become more themselves, more authentic. Uh, there, there's, you know, I think a lot of times people are, they're scared, right? Because they're like, I, I don't know if people are going to accept me if mm -hmm. I, if I let other people know something about myself, but you know, 
I'm just going to call it like throwing a gang sign, right? I mean, you know, like in the gangs, right? They have certain signs, they wear certain mm-hmm. colors, they do certain things. So everybody else know, you know, if you if you're not involved in gang culture, you would have no idea. Sure. But if you know, then you know, right? And so when Eric wears his D&D tie, most of the people in the room that have never played Dungeons and Dragons, they're going to have no idea, right? Uh But the fact that he's wearing the tie and somebody else in the room also likes D&D, they're going to go, cool tie, man. Right. And they're going to start talking probably about Dungeons I was just and Dragons. Gonna say, it's an immediate connection point, which is so fun. Yeah. It's one of those things that that little self-expression gives. Okay. So I have to, I have to, we have to back up a second. <laughs> so recently on Facebook, what popped up was a memory of me wearing the outfit I just described from high school. That's on Facebook. Oh my God, you can't see it because of the light. Oh okay. yeah. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, there it is. There oh, it my- is. Woo! <laughs> you can see the orange socks and the, t- oh my God, it's the red sunglasses. Oh, it's horrible. All right. Yep, that I was me. To, and the swatch. The swatch. I had a swatch that matched too. Oh mm-hmm. my God, what is wrong with me? Yeah, well, it'd be, because, you know, accessorizing, you had to have the swatches that matched and the colored, you, you probably wore the the bracelets, the those, those, uh, they call them jelly bracelets yeah 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 i didn't wear those but you know i had the yeah. swatch watches too oh so. i'm i swatches were so great you could uh, it was but it was that self-expression right mm-hmm. i mean it was just that way for people to be a little unique and different yeah which you know again is is and i think that's so so many people are just they're dying inside because they're trying to conform and be like everybody else, right? And so any little signs of self-expression that you can do is good. You know, throw those gang signs out there, if you will, and just kind of let let people just give them a little, a little hint thing, right? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. I actually did a um, I think it was a live video or a newsletter thing anyway, about um it was called Show Me Your Iggy Stardust Tattoo. And it's like, what the hell is that, right? Well, be, it, because it was a story. I had been on the, uh, I, I went to New York. There was a David Bowie exhibit actually going oh, on. Oh, wow. And so, you know, I went over, I'm like, I got the afternoon free. I'm going over to Brooklyn and I'm seeing this exhibit, right? And so I go over there. And of course, you know, after I get through everything, I have to buy some stuff about a book and, you know, some other different stuff from it, right? So I get back on the subway and I'm heading back into Manhattan where I'm staying. And I, I get on and there's this, you know, there's this gentleman, you can tell he's, you know, he's probably 10, 10 years older than me. Uh, very, very well-dressed, very, very uh, expensive clothing, but a little bit quirky. So you could tell that he was a little bit artsy mm-hmm. in, in, in what he did, but looked, looked, still looked very professional, right? And, and so I, I remember we're on the subway. There's not very many people on at, at, at that point, but he looks over and he notices my bag, right? Because I'm carrying this bag and it has David Bowie on the outside of it from the museum because it's branded from the museum. So he looks over at me, he smiles, and then he pulls up his sleeve a little bit and there's an Iggy Stardust tattoo on his wrist. <laughs> so we had this immediate connection in the subway and we started talking about it. He's a, he was a big Bowie fan. He'd been there 
to the exhibit. I don't know how many times we were talking about it, had a good time together until, you know, we, I, he had to get off or I had to get off, but it's one of those things too, right? Where David Bowie means enough to that man that he tattooed, right? Mm -hmm. The Iggy Stardust, you know, lightning bolt on his arm. Wow. And he, but he could tell that I must like Bowie as well because of my bag that I'm carrying. I just come back from the exhibit, right? So that's crazy. All of a sudden, we know that we have something in common. It's mm -hmm. the same thing. I'm sure. I'm sure Eric gets gets talked up all the time in the Magic Castle with D and D because I yeah. can only imagine a lot of the people that go there have that in common. <laughs> so there's a crossover. There's a, there's a crossover, crossover yeah. probably. But it is. Yeah. It's about. And it's great because I love where this conversation went. Starting out with something as silly as "Are you wearing socks?" Um, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's about expression and it's about um, your uniqueness and it's about making that connection. And sometimes it's about keeping your feet warm. It is. And sometimes it's also about helping you get into a certain state that you need to be in to accomplish what you need to do. Yeah. Yay. Cool. All right, everybody. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So decide, you're going to wear socks or not today. It's up to you. But whatever you do, just do something that expresses yourself a little bit more and lets other people know a little bit more about you. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire Nurse Podcast. See you.